Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Royant & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning and Plumbing, a service experts company, and a six-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, four-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, and a two-time winner of the St. Thomas and Elgin Weekly News Reader's Choice Award and presenting sponsor of the 2018 World Financial Group Continental Cup held in London on January the 11th to the 14th, and presenting sponsor of the London Knights radio broadcast on Global News Radio 980 CFPL. I didn't mess up on the name there, Steve. No, no, did you, you did know? pretty good. Yeah, you got it. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening today. We hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But the phone lines are open, so give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, normally we do a night's update when Dan's here. Yeah. But I noticed uh, I noticed two things. You were at the Knights game and you didn't take me. Like, what's going on? I, you know, I thought we were <laughs> friends and I don't get the phone call when you get the tickets. Come on. Okay. Well, yeah, I was at the Knights game last night and yeah, it was, um, it was my birthday last week and uh, my wife gave me a couple of tickets to the Knights game. She did not want to go. Um, so you invited me, of course. I figured, you know, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be at, at Barb's, and I didn't have three tickets. I just had two. <laughs> so I was the second choice is what you were saying. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And, um, yeah, so I, I called a buddy, and uh, he and I went to the game. It, yeah. it was it was a great game. It was, um, you know, they played really well. They, you know, they scored, you know, they they scored well, but then um, then Saginaw came back and, and, you know, had some, Pretty nice goals as well. Rainmaker played exceptionally well, though he made a lot of stops. But uh, it would have been nice to see that. It yeah, it, it was great actually. It went into overtime and uh, they were successful, so they won four three. Good game. Well, I was going to take it easy on you today, but after hearing that, all gloves. Now are be off. careful because you know you could be doing this this uh, this thing solo. I could <laughs> just get up and walk out the door, right? Well, <laughs> good. <laughs> Now, we should mention that the Continental Cup uh, single game tickets went on sale last week. Yes. So, and they're going fast. So, if you're thinking of a Christmas present to get some, uh, to watch the Olympic teams that will be playing in Pyeongchang, South Korea, for the Winter Olympics, you need to get some tickets, a good Christmas, Christmas present. Yeah, don't wait on those because no. they will go quickly. Yep. And we're up to 464 people who like us. Wow, let us go. On our way to 500, but we're creeping one or two a week, so we'd like to get a good jump. If Just go to Facebook and like Roy Inch and Sun Service Experts. That'd be great. Yeah, please. Then then he can stop asking for this. Yeah, I can scratch that off off my notes. It won't be here again. It'd be good. Um, And uh, this week's songs are about? You mean the ones we just did? You know, this one's that we're doing today? Uh, Some... Uh, some animated, um, I don't know. Animated. Yeah, animated songs song. from animated movies. Movies, like so. Walt Disney. Yeah. How'd you finish? Well, you know, they they talk <laughs> about that Kennedy assassination, that there was a conspiracy, that, you know, there was maybe more than one person. 
There's a conspiracy. Absolutely there the, is. Do you not know this? Of mute. course there is. Because I finished in last, you know, I was second last last week and never played. I'm last this week. Yeah. And, you know, so there's something going on. It's We're just trying to humble you a little bit, you know, just it, it's okay to, it's okay to, to finish last, even though you play the game, right? Yeah. Well, next week I'm picking a subject. <laughs> you've that already picked. That you, I'm you've, an expert you've, on. You've been here picking the subject and taking the best song choices while we're sitting here. Well, that's what you get when you finish last. <laughs> you get to pick it. So next week we're going to have your favorite disco songs, which will bring back you know Eddie's and the Scorpio in town here. All those. What are you memories. talking about? Yeah, you were yeah. there. So those were. So we'll have those next week. But so my song was Let It Go. Maybe I should let this go. Yeah, just, maybe you need to let it go. Yeah, exactly. That's why I put the song on. So. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break, but those phone lines are open. We'd love to hear from you at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Well, that's a Lion Sleeps Tonight from The Lion King, and that was picked by the gold medalist himself, Jamie. So he's starting to pull up his socks. Come first. Yes, he is. Now we did. And, and you're going to come in last. <laughs> Let it go, Steve. I could start singing that, but no. You could. Maybe we'll just play that in the office for you on Monday. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'll just turn it on and just play that song. It'll be all good. Well, we've got a caller, so we're going to head right to the lines. Uh, go ahead, Al. Hello? Yeah, there. Yeah, my thermostat is a one stage. Um, should I upgrade to a two stage thermostat or just leave it as it is? Sorry, I just missed the first part of that question. If you could just say that again for us. Yeah, I uh, installed a brand new two stage furnace, but my thermostat is a one stage. Um, does it make much of a difference if, well, you know, we keep the furnace on two stage all the time? Well, if if it was. The installing company, they, if if there's only a single stage thermostat in there, then they're allowing the furnace control board to manage it. Um, it will do it. It may not do as good a job as if you had a two stage thermostat on the furnace. So, you know, our recommendation when we put in a two stage furnace is to put a two stage thermostat with it. Okay, great, excellent. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Thanks Al. Al. Bye. Yeah, bye. So and that and that you know it, it's if you're going to install a two stage furnace, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you have yes. it work to the maximum efficiency it can by putting in that that um, two stage thermostat? Because a single stage thermostat is just going to work on time, right? And it might make you a little uncomfortable. Yeah, that the furnace can do so much more for you if you allow the technology that they built into it to to do it. So when we you know, when we put in some Lennox furnaces, Lennox uh, makes a thermostat that communicates to their furnace and and speaks the same language. So I find that, you know, when, I, when I'm doing those, they work best together. You can put other thermostats with them, but, you know, they just work better when they were designed to work together. And we replace, we put a new thermostat in with every job of ours. And the reason we do that is if that thermostat broke down in Al's case – the company could come out and say, well, we didn't put that thermostat in and now we're going to charge you. Right. So when you replace the furnace and you put in a new thermostat and they talk the same language, 
then if anything goes wrong, it's now, you know, our responsibility to fix it. Right. So it's uh, it's something that, you know, again, you know, we'll get the question, why are you different in price than another company? Well, because we're replacing the thermostats and doing a bunch, bunch of things like that. Exactly. So we did have a, a call that came in from uh, Fred and it said, what should I do to get my house ready for the winter? And I guess we'll talk about the heating side or the the winter cover side <laughs> first. Is All it cold right. enough to talk about winter covers, Steve? Well, it it, it has been. It, you know, the weather's just been acting kind of funny. So, you know, we've we had a little taste of snow, but it went away. But, you know, your furnace is still coming on and... I just, you know, once you switch over to heat and the leaves are falling in the, on the trees, your air conditioner is probably not going to turn on. Like not even you are going to run your air conditioner now. So, you know, yeah. So then, you know, I would recommend if, you know, you should put your air conditioner cover on. Uh, and if when you do that, you need to snap the breaker off on that. So go to the inside, inside hydro panel, find the breaker switch for your air conditioner and turn that off as well. So cover on, breaker off. You're also just going to want to make sure that you check that filter in your furnace. Make sure that it's uh, replaced. Don't, you know, you might as well just replace it. Uh, Check if you have an older thermostat, you need to check those batteries. Make sure that uh, they're okay because you don't want, uh, you don't want a battery failure and that's going to turn your heat off. And if you haven't had that furnace maintenance done, uh, you need to get it done. So we're coming into heating season. We're about to get into some uh, weather, which is going to be a little bit more demanding on your equipment, and those higher demands sometimes will push a furnace into failure. So you just have to make sure that all that's looked after. And then if you have a humidifier, you should be setting that up. Absolutely, and you should be replacing the pad. So you shouldn't be having an old pad in there, whether it's a bypass or a drum style, whatever type of humidifier it is. You need to make sure that that you're starting off with a fresh pad. And, And CLR does a great commercial. It shows them cleaning a pad, but yeah, that did. takes the clay off. It doesn't really work well on those humidifiers. And and then those you won't get the transfer. So it's really not cleaning the pad, it's replacing that pad. Right. And then uh, for the plumbing side, we, right. sh- we should be shutting your, you know, taking, disconnecting your hose, that if it's connected to the outside tap, and shutting that outside tap off. Uh, making sure that if you have a sump pump, your sump pump pit is clean, no debris or anything's come in there. And if it's got a, a pipe that discharges outside, that you know leaves and everything are away from there, so that water can get away when it does discharge. Right. And with the rain we're, they're talking about coming, we should definitely, you know, do you have a water jet backup or do you have a battery backup or is there any way? To make sure your you know alarm if your pump fails that water gets on the floor it alarms to to give you an idea of how to get down there and get it fixed. Yeah, especially if people are going away for you know the winter for any amount of time, you know it's it's your responsibility to make sure that someone is in your house every forty eight hours to check on things. So um, if you haven't got that done, you need to look after that. Technology is great, you know, with these thermostats which are connect to your internet and can send you messages. But I don't think uh, insurance still doesn't recognize those as replacing somebody physically coming into the house every 48 hours. Well, and we got a question from John, and it's kind of a two-part question that leads into that. Do you have a thermostat that can be controlled when away from the home? Absolutely. So 
we deal in at least uh, four different uh, styles of thermostats, which are which connect to your internet. So you need to have an internet connection if you want to work it away from your home, and you can either work it from your smart device, your telephone, or your computer, um, your laptop. But we deal in uh, Nest, Ecobee, Lennox, and uh, Honeywell. So we deal in all four of those thermostats. So you said they're smart device. Do you have one of those? Yeah. Mine's, okay. My, yeah. Well, it must not be that smart because you didn't invite your boss to the hockey game. So that device isn't that smart. <laughs> oh, my. Well. Well, l- let me tell you, maybe it may, my know my, mine's smarter than yours because. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Mine's uh, about a, I don't know, 2000 version from uh, when I lost it. Yeah. You left it in some security in an airport. Yes. Now, if it really was a smart device, it would have said, hey, Peter, Peter. Well, it was probably beeping to tell me I'd left it there. I just couldn't hear it because I was far away. <laughs> So, so Ecobee, Nest, uh, iComfort yes. is, is kind of our popular ones that we – and an iComfort S30 is yep. the fourth one. And then and then also Honeywell as well. Yeah. So it, there's all types depending what you're looking for and what you want them to do. Right. And you can, you can even on those thermostats, you can tell them not only to send you an email when something's wrong. Let's say you're in Florida. But you can, you can have them send us – uh, so in Lennox's case on their on their stats, you can enable the alarms so that the heat your heating contractor so it'll send us an email to say the furnace isn't kind of acting properly and you know you can either but we still need we still need to be able to get into your house to get that fixed right so yeah and 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 again like you said it doesn't eliminate people going into your home. It does not. It still still has to be done. Yes. And we had I had a gentleman that had a we talk about CO detectors and we talk about them being uh, outside bedrooms. His CO detector was hooked into his alarm system. But he didn't have one outside a bedroom that was in a basement. And the fire department were in doing a check. And said, "Hey, you got a basement, or you got a bedroom in the basement here. You need a CO detector." And he had to get, uh, you know, his alarm company to come in and put that CO detector so it was hooked into the alarm. Absolutely, system. yeah. So, so you need one in, on every single. Well, it's best if you have one on every single level of the home. That's, but if if not, you certainly have to have it on all areas where you're going to be sleeping. Yeah. And I should do a shout out to Lauren. It's uh, her birthday party today, so happy birthday to Lauren! And I'll be making sure that after the show, I get your present before well, the nice. birthday party. Yeah, so. so you weren't available to go to the hockey game yesterday, anyway. So what are you talking about? Yesterday, last night, I wasn't doing anything. I was free. You should have been planning Lauren's birthday party. No, that oh, that's been planned a long time ago. I should have been out getting her gift and not leaving it till today. Ah, but, but I'll do that. And what I was doing was, uh, and I should say, thank Madison. And this, you know, I wonder if you do this, Steve. I took Flurry in to get cleaned up at PetSmart on Wellington Road. Yes. Madison is the lady. And when I went to pick her up, Madison had a present, a Christmas present for Flurry. Well, that's nice. It was very nice, unexpected, very nice. And, and I was in a hurry, so I didn't look at it there. But when I got home and it was a Christmas ornament to go on the tree with Flurry 2017 on it and a cookie 
uh, for her. I thought, you know, that's pretty special that someone – so do you do that for your customers, Steve? You know, do you give them a gift? We give them a gift after they purchase, you know, a, a product from us. But I just – I want to just circle back to Madison there. So how are you going to thank Madison for this Christmas gift that she surprised you with? I just did on the radio. No, no. You need to write her a handwritten note. Oh, I do. Kind of like what I do to my customers after I've done an estimate for them. I'll give them a handwritten note to say thank you for allowing me to come into your house to perform this. So that's a good customer service. It is. So you need to stop by and just, you know, give Madison a little thank you. Or, you know, you could do better and put it on Google, give them a Google review and name her. Yeah. That's because I, that's what you ask our customers to do. I think you should be doing that for Madison. I will do that. Thank you very much for that tip, Mr. Gilbert. You are welcome. <laughs> I will make sure I do that this afternoon. Um, so one quick question here. Uh, what should I use to clean my humidifier? Not CLR. <laughs> <laughs> Not any descaling, deliming, or anything. Uh, that pad is designed for one season only, and after the season is over, it's time to change. And it and a lot of the flow through, there isn't a lot of cleaning to do. No, know, like um, yeah. but it's a drum type that we're used to cleaning and all the dirt and everything building yes. up there. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but remember those phone lines are open and we would love to hear from you at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Well, Steve, isn't that just a great song? And that beat yours. (laughs) (laughs) That did. That was by Dan. So he's at home listening right now. He is. We're going to head right to the phone lines and we have Carol on the line. Go ahead, Carol. Hi, Peter. Hi. Um, long time inch uh, uh, user or uh, client. Uh, I, uh, Peter, very seldom do I hear any mention about uh, uh, returns uh, when the change of season comes. That uh, you know, what, what we should be opening and closing. Could could you just talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So uh, re- return air grills or return airs, we believe, should always be open. It doesn't matter the season because we always want to be drawing air back from wherever those returns are, upstairs or on the main floor in the basement. Okay, because I, 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 I guess I was always told that they should you know, open and close with different seasons. So, Carol, do you, open. Carol, do you have, you've got return airs which have a, a register on the bottom and then yeah. another one on the top? Yeah. So, and well, we, we've got, we got them on the bottom. Right, but do do they? And then is there one right above it as well? Uh, yes. Okay, and is that on the second floor or the main floor? It's a, it's a ranch. Okay, so I would, I the the thinking nowadays is to always draw off the top register, not the bottom one anymore. Okay, so they should be open. You should close the flapper at the bottom. Oh, and, and leave them closed. And leave them closed year round. Okay. Uh, so then you don't have to remember to do this anymore because we're always going to. We always want to take the heat off the ceiling. Right, right. Okay? Yeah. yeah. And then it, if you have them in the basement, they're all they're going to be on the floor, and you're going to want right. to always take them off the floor in the basement. Okay, so, so they're, they're, they're always going to be... So, uh, in, so in Carol's house, she has what's called a low-wall return, and then right above it, she has a high-wall return. Yes. And today's thinking is to always draw from the top. So we leave them always open? 
always draw from the top, so that flapper on the bottom is going to be closed, right? Closed. And the okay. flapper on the return air at the top of the ceiling. There's typically there's no, no flapper, flapper there. there. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Okay. okay, then you don't have to remember to, to change it anymore. And that's the same for the basement. Y- yeah, well, the basement will only have one on the bottom, I would believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so we leave. We close that one? Nope, we always nope. Leave, leave. That has to be open. Open yeah. all the yeah. time. Gotcha. Yes. Okay, thanks very much, Peter. No problem. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. So, and that's normally you find that in newer homes. Well, new homes today, you'll find uh, that all the cold air returns in the basement are low to the floor. And then as you travel up into the house, as you travel to higher levels, you'll find all the return airs now are high in the ceilings. And that's because we want to take our return air from the two extremes. So uh, from the highest point and from the lowest point of the house, so that when you're running your fan, you're taking you're taking the, those two extremes and mixing them together and blending the whole house so it's more comfortable. Okay. Well, I hope that uh, helped you out, Carol, there. A little information. Now, we did get an uh, email came in from Brandon. says, how would a filter evaporator coil get plugged that it would cause the furnace to only run 10 minutes and then shut down? So the evaporator coil is plugged. So an evaporator coil for all the, our listeners is the inside part of your air conditioner, and it sits above the furnace. So you can't see it. It's it's in it's inside the uh, we call it the plenum, but the metal the metal piece attached to the furnace right above it. Yep. Metal ductwork right above the furnace. Yes, and, and the, it usually has two copper lines that come out of that ductwork or yes. metal that you see. So how that gets dirty is uh, from from not doing good maintenance on your filter or or using a cheaper filter instead of using a better filter. So any dirt that gets past that filter system will get stuck on that evaporator coil because it's it in in the summertime it gets damp and dirt sticks to damp objects. So after time all that dirt will get stuck there and actually as it as it's getting dirtier and dirtier it stops airflow from actually going through it. And if you can't get air throw through that, then it's going to cause your furnace to trip out on limit. And it's also probably a sign of maintenance hasn't been done. Absolutely. Because when you do a maintenance on air conditioning, you would check that. Yeah, you would. we would put our scope underneath there and have a look to see if that's dirty or not. So, uh, you know, regular maintenance would have caught that. But all the air from the furnace goes through this coil. Yes. And if it's plugged or dirty and restricting the air – it's going to keep the air from going through, which then will overheat the furnace and safety devices will kick off in 10 minutes and shut it down. Yeah, so she also would, or they, they would also be experiencing not much force at the registers, you know, for quite some time. So they're just, they, they wouldn't be getting the airflow that they once had. Okay. So hope that helps, uh, Brandon. Now we're going to head back to the phone lines and we have Connie on the line. Go ahead, Connie. Yes, I was just wondering if I get a, a contract with uh, Roy Engine Sons to do the uh, air conditioning and the furnace, do, do you come in, do I have to make the appointment every season for you to come in and service or is it automatically in the contract? Actually, Connie, what, what our technicians do mm-hmm. is they set next year's appointment before they leave so okay. you, you know when, when it is. So we just want to make sure that that you know when the appointment's going to be, and it's and it's locked into our computer for so that way you're guaranteed that spot next year. 
Okay, when they first did before I could qualify, they had to come in and look at the furnace, and it was fine. Okay. And then I don't remember getting an appointment, but then when they did service the air conditioner in the spring, they did make that appointment for next year for the air conditioner, but I don't remember having one for, so I haven't had the, the furnace service this fall. Yeah, so they should have when they were there doing the furnace. Mm-hmm. The the technician obviously didn't do it properly because he should have booked that appointment. Now that's if you're on what we call our plus plan. Mm-hmm. If you just call in and say I'd like a tune-up, mm-hmm. and we come out and do it, there isn't an assumption that you're going to do it next year. So they don't set those up. But if you're on our regular maintenance plan that. You can pay yearly or monthly. Or monthly, which is what I do. Yep. Then they should have set that up. So I apologize for that. Okay. So I can just make a call and they can come and look at it? Yep. For sure. If you call um, 681-2450, 519-681-2450, and the person can book that appointment for you and get that set up and looked after. Absolutely. Yes. And they would uh, give a, like a pre-call to tell us, yes, we're coming tomorrow or something? That's correct. We try to call 48 hours out. To just say, you know, we have you booked for Monday or we have you booked for Wednesday, just so if you forgot and you made another appointment, you can give us a call and, and we can move that appointment. Yeah, because I know it's been a year since they were here. Yeah, like even, even me, Connie, like uh, I, I'm, on their, I'm on the email list because I just use my email. So I get, a, I get a verification email prior to them coming to say, hey, Steve, uh, we're going to be there next week at this point in time to service your equipment. I'm a lot of, I don't I hate computers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then the phone call would work for you best then. Yes, it would. Okay. Okay. I will give you a call. Thanks, Thanks Connie. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, so that's definitely, you know, we will bring that up at the Wednesday meeting to our technicians. We that, certainly will and uh, explain you know, to them the importance of setting that appointment. Yeah, that that's supposed to be done. We've even made magnets that we can write the date on and stick it on the furnace or on your fridge or whatever so that it's always in the top of mind of when we're coming. Yes. So thanks, Connie. I appreciate that call and we'll make sure that gets uh, resolved. Now, we had a uh, call that came in from Chloe. It says, is there a smell to natural gas, and how would I know that a gas valve on my appliance is leaking? So I'm going to – I'll let you answer the first about the is there a smell, and then after the break, I'll talk a little bit about what happened in my home on a gas leak. Okay. So natural gas and and propane, because they're both uh, fuels that we use, uh, they are – Colorless and odorless gases. So what they do, they treat it with uh, a substance called mercaptan. And mercaptan is very um, has a very of offensive odor. Yeah. So you know, uh, you would know that there's a gas leak in the house because it is the only smell that smells like that. It's it's done that way so that you know, Union Gas or or firemen or any any technician walking in your house would be able to smell that there's natural gas in the house. I know that in some cases, if there's a small leak, people kind of desensitize. But if you step out of your house uh, for five minutes and, and clear your nose and then walk back into the house, you will smell every smell that, you know, you would smell it immediately. Yeah. So what we'll do, we'll take a quick break and then I'll talk a little bit about what happened with me with the gas range that I had in my house or a gas stove. Uh, but give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. <laughs> you're just sitting in utter disbelief uh, that you're thinking, how can all these songs beat mine? 
That's uh, what you're thinking. I know you're thinking it. I can see it on your face. No, I'm thinking anybody who listens to this show and hears this bumper music is going, what is going on? Just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be your. That's going to be the new song that we play in the office. If Peter's in a bit of a, a bit of a turmoil, I'm just going to get them to pipe that song throughout <laughs> the office. Well, it should have been number one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were talking about the smell of natural gas and how do you know? So you know, I'm should know what natural gas smells like. Yes, you should. So I had cooked something on the gas uh, stove on the top and I thought I had turned it off. Sat down, you know, was eating whatever and I just got a taste in my throat. Couldn't smell the natural gas but the the knob wasn't quite turned all the way off and it was just allowing a little bit to leak out and it was enough that it was making my taste change. And I'm going, this, what's this? This isn't right. And, you know, and I'm walking around the house trying to find out, you know, did the dog do a mess somewhere? What is it? And I'm looking around, looking around. And then I went back to the oven and just touched the knob and then I could tell it moved. And then that went away. Hmm. So it doesn't have to be a huge amount for your senses to realize that something's not right. Now, at that point, I opened up my windows, my doors, aired out the house made sure that everything was gone. And now it, it's a habit that I walk by that stove and touch those knobs all the time now just to make sure that they're in the off position. Hmm. So it's not – it can be – there can be a natural gas leak that is not very big, but it what your senses will tell But that's you. not a leak. No. Well, it was a, a valve or the knob. I hadn't Slight, shut it off. Slightly open, yeah. Right. Yes. So – but you need to to pay attention to all of that. Even your, you know, I always say your barbecue outside. Mm-hmm. Now they're hooked up to natural gas and, you know, you got to make sure that you turn them off. A lot of times I'll turn the valve off. Well, that's the best situation is to turn the valve off. Yeah. Then, then you just can't have an accident, right? No, but I'll turn it off and let it burn the gas that was in the line and then I'll I'll turn the knobs off. I've seen people turn the valve off, leave the knobs on. And then one day go out and turn it on and you went, oh, I forgot my sparker. And you went back in to get it and this natural gas is just pouring out into the air. So that's when you lose your hair and your eyebrows. Yeah. And all of that. So you need to be careful with it, um, but you need to pay attention to it. That delayed ignition? Yes. Yes. Kind of like delayed offer of night's tickets to your boss. Kind of the same kind of delay. You're going to have to let it go, right? (laughs) (laughs) So we got a call in from or an email in from Craig. It says, I have a pump next to my furnace that pumps the water to a drain in the floor. Someone told me I should be cleaning it periodically so I don't end up with water all over my floor. But I'm not sure what I should be doing. Okay. So there's a little box on the side of the furnace and we that we refer to that as a condensate pump. And the reason for that condensate pump is the drain was too far away for because a furnace makes water uh, in the wintertime when it's burning and also your air conditioner makes water and your bypass humidifier has water. So all those, uh, we, we pipe all that water together and we have to put it to a drain source. So sometimes in new homes, you know, that drain is right beside the furnace and we just go right inside to that drain. But in some older homes, there's not a drain readily available. So then in order to pipe it away, we have to, we put it in this little pump, this little box, and 
it's got a reservoir. It fills up, and when it fills up, it, it turns the pump on, and we pump that water to a different location. That water, over time, will get a little gungy, and because it's just it's water. So you really... What what he's referring to is if you've, if you've never ever cleaned that up or clean, you know, just to to do maintenance on it, it it will, you know, the float may stick down or the or the pump would just get clogged and fail, and and then that water that the furnace or the air conditioner is making would just kind of overflow and spill into into the house. Couple things: the pumps that we use, we have a safety switch on them. So if that pump fails for any point in time, then what it would do, it would shut the furnace off so that it doesn't make any more water. Now, that's inconvenient because then there's a problem. You don't have any heat. But what's what's the lesser of two evils, water flooding your basement or shutting your furnace down? Right. Um, but, you know, our techs, the, the, the easiest thing to do if you're a homeowner and you're, you should just be pouring, you know, uh, I tell customers to pour a cup of vinegar into that down one of those pipes. And then I also tell them not to leave the vinegar in there, but to chase it with some water and flush that vinegar out. Uh, if you do that every six months, you should never have a problem with your pump. Right. And as that vinegar is going through and you're pumping the water after, it's loosening up the scale that builds up in the little quarter-inch line that takes it to the sink or the drain. Yes. And, you know, it's good to put some hot water in there, not boiling hot water, but just hot, hot water, water out of the tap and maybe run that, have it pump a couple of times just to move that stuff through and try to clean it out. Yeah, but you, you don't want to leave any any solvent inside that pump because it just eats away at the parts. So you can, you can pour that stuff in, but then you have to flush that through the system. You can't leave it sitting in the pump. Right. And you should never, ever put bleach in. Never it. use bleach. You know, that it should just be some white vinegar. Bleach will destroy it. Yeah. And we've had people do that and, you'll, you know, there'll be a sag in that pipe somewhere and that bleach will just sit there and eat away at the, yeah. the hole. So definitely, and that's what we call a condensate pump. That's correct, yes. And that's used to either pump water from high-efficiency furnaces and air conditioning. Right. So it can be used all year long or sometimes it's used half a season depending. Yeah, depending on the products you have. Yeah. Yes. And it some humidifiers will go into that for an overflow. Right. Um, but you have to be careful how much water comes out of the humidifier that the pump can handle it. Well, and, and speaking of that, you know, if, if you put one of these new bypass humidifiers into your home, it's not just as simply as installing it and walking out the door. It needs to be set up just like a furnace needs to be set up. So our technicians take the time to make sure that they they look at the water volume going through that so that it's not running too much water through that humidifier. Well, I hope that uh, helps you out there, Craig, with that information. Now, we had maybe a little bit on what Carol had called in about it. Uh, we had a, an email came in that said, what kind of service plans do you offer? So maybe you talk about our plus plan and then I'll talk about our platinum plus. So our plus plan is, so, so we we have something, we've got something for new product as well. We have what we call ULPP, which is ultimate labor protection plan. So that's just, people have this preconceived notion that just because it's new, it's not going to break and it doesn't need maintenance. Well, it's like buying a brand new car and thinking it doesn't need an oil change. Uh, new product, 
needs maintenance. Um, you know, to get these furnaces to have such high efficiencies, there's a lot of parts in them, and they require uh, annual inspection. So our ULPP is just that. It's designed for new product that we install in people's homes, and we just stayed as long as you have an annual maintenance done in that furnace in our ULPP, uh, you'll have 10 years parts and labor. So it's it's a very, very good product that we use to protect your new investment. And then our Platinum Plus takes it from a maintenance, and we add in parts and labor warranty. So it's kind of like an insurance plan that you're going to have a maintenance done on it, but you're also going to be covered should it break down for parts, labor, and the service call to come out and find out what's wrong. Right. So if there's someone who says, I don't want to pay anything, you know, if it breaks down, I, I just want to pay a monthly fee and and you look after it, we have that plan. Or our new, um, you know, we've offered it now for over a year, our rental option where you can rent a, buy it, get a new furnace and air conditioner, rent it, and we look after all the maintenance, repairs, everything at that point. Right. So that rental is, when you rent rent a product, it's our responsibility. It's our product. It's up to us to service and maintain it at no additional cost to you. You know, so we have lots of availability. All the technicians have the information and can talk to you about it uh, and make sure that, you know, they phone in and book your appointments for next year. You know, did Richard comment on that, the armchair quarterback? Did any comment come in from Richard? He did not they comment didn't. on the fact that a, a maintenance was not set up for the following yeah, year. Yeah. yeah, probably wasn't Richard, but we'll make sure, Richard, if you're listening, you can be the one who brings that up at the Wednesday meeting. Absolutely, because, you know, coming from your coworkers, it's it's different than coming from the boss. Yeah, and I, I, I know he commented on the smartphone that it doesn't stay on the hood of the truck when you drive away. Well, if it's smart, he figured it would so it can't really be that smart. No, it wasn't that smart. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the one that wasn't smart and when they we ran over it, you know, that it didn't fell out of their pocket. Did, did someone so, run over their phone? Yes, yes. Milton. Oh. Not throwing Milton under the bus, but he threw his phone under the truck, let's say. So so we've had lots and lots of things with those phones. So but when you can't get us on the radio, you can give us a call in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS or online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show or any of our shows by going to RoyInch.com and hitting the inch by inch button on the homepage. As we say at the shop, Life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.